Welcome to the Generation Iron Podcast, featuring the biggest names in bodybuilding, fitness, combat, and strength sports world. If you want to be a bodybuilding champion, it takes hours and hours every day of being dedicated and being passionate about it. As your boy here, Kai Green, aka Mr. Getting It Done. Yeah, Tune in to the GI exclusives on the Generation Iron Airwaves. What's up, everyone, and welcome to Generation Iron Podcast. Your host, me, Victor Martinez, Esan Farahi. Thanks for joining us back again here. I'm back. Vlad Yudin <laughs> and Edwin Mejia. <laughs> All right. What do we have this, uh, this so, time around? Ever since we started making this uh, announcement about submitting the questions for you, uh, there's been a lot of positive feedback and people are really submitting the questions. So if you guys want Victor here to answer your question, type it up in the comments and the best one gets what? Gets a full case of Redcon One Energy. There you go. You know, we're going to be drinking oh these today. Oh, my so. God. It's so delicious. <laughs> There's so many flavors now. So everybody's... Taste, it's really good, guys. Yeah. So we we highly recommend you guys try them, not because they're sponsoring Generation Iron, but obviously they're the only drink I've, energy drink I've been drinking in the last couple months. <laughs> and then well, and it's helped me You don't get up. sick. You drink them, you don't get sick. You don't yeah, you don't so, get sick. You don't get that. The most important thing is Victor picks your question. Yes. You get a case of it. And this week's winner, winner is a guy named David Zamora. Uh, this was picked by you. I'm going to read it yes. you know, for the audience, but this is... David made a, uh, made a post, and you picked this question. So he gets the case of Redcon 1, and now we're going to read the question. So my question is concerning dosing. So David is a steroid user, I assume, right? Because dosing. So he's saying here, I've been doing a lot of reading on microdosing every day as opposed to shots every other day or twice a week. I would really like a deep dive into microdosing. I've, I'm assuming it's talking about steroids, right? Not, yes. not, not like... Yeah, not shrooms, not, shrooms, not, shrooms, not, not ecstasy, <laughs> right. not acid. I've been doing it for about three months, and it's been less of a roller coaster ride with my hormones due to, keep stable due to keeping stable levels. Can we please try to have a good conversation pertaining to micro versus other methods? Thanks, guys, and keep it killing it. Okay, now, now that question is, is open-ended only because he doesn't state his age, right. how long he's been using, or, you know, did he just come off steroids? So just assuming uh, all those things are covered. Um, microdosing, um, again, it's the way your body breaks down the steroids. That's why this day and age, that's why you have TRT, is getting so popular. Because TRT, they, they're lowering the milligrams to about... 80 to 100 milligrams. And again, the smaller amounts, more frequent, it keeps your body more anabolic. And it's, uh, again, depending on the person, it can have a great effect on you where your body is constantly feeling the, the effects of the steroids being broken down in your body, in your system. Now, again, a lot of times this happens, one, uh, you took you know either too much at one point never did your post-steroid cycle, and you crash. So microdosing keeps that from happening. Now, doing that, um, the only downfall is you're going to have to always continue using it because now you're doing a certain amount, and if you skip certain amounts, uh, uh, certain days, you're going to experience the crash. So microdosing is not as bad. Side effects are, are very minimal. You still get them. You can avoid them. It's, it's a steroid again. You know, so hair loss, uh, the pimples, the acne, 
Uh, mood swings can still happen. Um, microdosing is, is very popular. He's saying um, it's better on his hormones, right? That's, 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 that's good. That hormones, I guess. Yeah, and again, because when you have the steroids, you're taking a certain amount. And let's say you're doing them weekly. Now, once you get to the fifth day, depending on the amount also. So I'm, I'm just, mm -hmm. let's assume he's doing 100 milligrams, that the usual amount. By the time you get to the fifth day or week, um, your body could be not, you know, as anabolic. Mm -hmm. So you will use a certain amount, smaller amount, more frequent, and it keeps your body more anabolic. Your, your hormones are not all over the place. And it keeps a somewhat balance in your in, in your system mm -hmm. but um a lot of times when this crashes is when you uh do amounts of 500 to a thousand and that's competitive amounts if you're not competing uh, refrain from using that amount or you have a certain age obviously uh never condone any teenagers um and if you're not competing why bother if you're not training as hard you're just taking more steroids than your body needs. And that's going to lead to a, a big crash in your system. Microdosing is helpful, is safer. You can use it for a much longer period of time. And again, it will lower a lot of the side effects, um, any damage that it can cause to the body, your liver, your kidney, and so forth. So microdosing is, is very, uh, again, effective and it can work. Now, choose the steroid wisely. Um, if you are going to microdose, I would suggest anywhere doing anything uh, uh, like an anthate instead of uh, the fast-acting ones, uh, propionates or lisipinates. Again, um, that's why you staying active, working out, and uh, you will most likely not lose too much muscle and you will you know, sustain a good amount of uh, active testosterone in your system. Did you suggest that to use a estrogen blocker with macrodosing? Uh, you still should use estrogen blocker. Again, you don't want it to aromatize. It still could happen with a certain amount. Um, some guys can microdose and they'll grow as big as somebody who's doing two to 400 milligrams yeah. based on their genetics. Now, is that gonna be the equivalent to anybody else using it? No, again, genetics play a big role in this. And again, uh, as a person that's just gonna dabble into microdosing to be a little safer in the ballpark. I would say uh, don't worry about size and anything. You know what? You're feeling good. You're not feeling your, your, your attitude or anything, you know, your mood swings, anything of the sorts. Just keep going. At the end of the day, it's about keeping enough muscle mass where you, you're not getting, you know, uh, looking like crap, yeah. you know. And again, burning body fat and and uh, and eating healthy. Please don't just clean. Yeah, don't just <clears throat> microdose and still eat like crap. You know, you still have to maintain a a balanced diet. You mean it's a good eat, diet? I cannot eat pizza with microdosing. Uh, <laughs> listen, I always have an excuse to eat pizza. <laughs> so, so David, remember, this is not a medical advice. This is yes. just Victor's experience. Yeah, this is just my through my experience through uh, clients and people that I've known that have done so and also a few people i know that are in trt and they love the way it feels again they're not getting as much water retention microdosing because of the milligrams is so low and it's very effective again so you can be functional uh work out and have your everyday life without having that crash how long take it time to 
that person using macrodose to see the result? I mean, one week, first week, second month. Again, if you if you never use the results, to be you know within the first month. Mm. You know now if you're uh, having a certain amount of anywhere of the four or five hundred, that's when you're gonna experience the difference because your body's already used to that high amount. So I would suggest if you are using that amount and you want to microdose, I would say taper down to that amount. And don't worry about losing five or 10 pounds because eventually you're gonna settle at a weight that when you microdose, you're gonna sustain that same weight and keep it balanced. So David, you're the winner. You get the case of Redcon 1. And guys, if you want your question to be answered, submit it in the comments. It's good. That's perfect. I like that. I like the new thing that we're doing with yeah, the you know, yeah. engaged in people. Oh, yeah, it's sure. good, man. Again, I try to answer most of the questions. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of them, man. There's a lot of questions. My abilities. This is a real question. <laughs> yeah. You know, it comes from All right, so let's talk about this, this uh, topic here. Now, Tom Platt, there's a video of Tom Platt circulating online, right? I don't think it's a new video, but I guess it's been making some rounds on social mm -hmm. media. So Tom Platt, everybody, know, everybody knows Tom Platt. Of course, sure. Golden Eagle. Golden Eagle, there you go. Quadzilla, original Quadzilla. So, so, so the video, I'm going to read it verbatim, actually. So Tom Platz made a statement in the video that he spent no more than $300 on the steroids for each of the Olympia prep. And he Who was the president that moment in time? Huh? Who was the president that moment in time? President? Yeah. I have not yeah. So he can be Carter. Everything was cheap that moment in time. So, so Tom Platz <laughs> competed from, in the 80s, he competed from like 79 until 86 or something. In Olympia, yeah, I'm talking yeah. about, right? Yeah. Yep. In Olympias, yep. specifically. Yep. So he said no more than 300 bucks on steroids for each of the Olympia prep. And he specified he took 100 milligrams on a DECA shots per week. Of the, he, he took 100 milligrams of DECA shots per week and 20 grams of Winstrol pills per day. That's all he said in that video. So what do you guys think about this? This is the cycle for Mr. Olympia? Yeah. That's how much he spent. 300 bucks. And that's his cycle that he, that he specified. Wow. It seems very low. Vic, I'm not an expert, but it seems very low. 100 milligrams of Winstrol. But no, he said how many? 20, 20, 20 grams of Winstrol pills per day and 100 yeah. milligrams of DECA shots per week. Well, for one thing, that, that would explain why he was so soft on stage, you know. Whoa, that's a major, that's major no, shade no, right there, Tom bro. Tom Platt's uh, not shade. It's like, listen, the only it's thing a fact. Tom Platt's lacked was just condition. Now, when you calculate at the time, I mean, that's gonna be the, by the way, that's going to be the headline, bro. <laughs> Tom Platt's was soft by Victor Martin. No, no, he was soft. Now, now you're doing Winstrol. Which is, uh, you know, again, it's, it's test, you know, is a steroid, but it's going to have uh, low, you know, androgenic effect. And now you're doing DECA now. DECA. Which know. now you're going to go into DECA. Yeah, Meaning you not can beat that shit with a sledgehammer. <laughs> you'll never get a hard on. So most Especially likely. with Venestrol. I mean, it's both together. It's really... Well, listen, so, guys, so you don't want to have babies, use those two drugs. And that's it. <laughs> you know, my example, just flat out. That's what I'm going to tell you, you know? You're going to get some major beef with, uh, with Tom Platts. No, right now, no, no, no. Nothing about Tom Platts. I like Tom Platts. Who doesn't like Tom Platts, you know? But at the it's, end of the day, now you're looking at $300 back then. That's I what mean, I'm saying. So it's inflation, obviously, right? Yeah, inflation. You look at each ampule, because at that time it was mostly ampule, which is like, I, I would have to say, the best quality you know, type of, uh, in form of steroids. The ampules is just higher quality, factory made, not made in somebody's bathroom. You know, so he's probably paying <laughs> 2 to $4 an ampule. So right. that's, that's still, you know, not bad. You probably get about 150 ampules. 
you know, yeah. and that's on uh, Deca, but, but Deca alone. Why Deca? Why, Deca, why you not? hold a lot of water in Deca, so it's kind why of. Why he's not taking perpinuts with the Venezuela? It's perfect for a show. Well, probably the Deca because he did do a lot of squats. He was he on the power high reps. Right? He was on he's high reps. He's known for his legs, yeah? He was yeah, for his legs. he was high reps, and Deca is like one of the best things for your joints. So yes. other than that, and then the windstroke to get tight, you know what? Uh, you can still get tight because I had it's a. It's very hard to get tight. I had a friend, man. I'm telling you, this guy did one winstrol, 50 milligrams a week, and he cracked the show dieting only for four weeks. Wow. He will win shows. Again, that was based on his genetics. Yeah. But I think what, what these old school guys, like Tom Platts, I consider him an old school guy, right? In yes. the 80s, right? They all make it seem like they did very little steroids. They that's a, that's very a very general. The quality was just better. So less, but the more quality medical. was better. They, and it's I always hear this time and time again. The guys use D ball, they use tests, and it, it was like two CCs, one CC a week, and they got huge. And I, I witnessed it. I, I think it. I think because it was leader, they don't have access to Primoblon. Primoblon doesn't exist at that moment in time. Primo trend, you know. Yeah, I think they had trend. I think it was uh, it was called something else back then. Yeah, my my point is they don't have access to so many different categories of the testosterone. Yeah. Right now we have, I mean, 10, 11 different type of the. Testosterone. I think it was Finaplex back then. Finaplex. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Finaplex. Is a trend, Finaplex? Yeah, yeah. It was straight. You had to go to somebody's barn and jack it from like uh, freaking, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Vic. Um, from you, from the experience of competing in uh, obviously you competed in late nineties two thousands right yeah. oh not I mean two thousands nineties was like my nineteen years old yeah right yeah. but but let's say two thousands right yeah yeah on average how much would you say a pro bodybuilder has to spend on steroids for Olympia prep like I mean, an minimum average. minimum minimum yeah if you're gonna show up a bit mediocre. You know men's open Mr Olympia men's open, open. no men's open men's open only yeah forty thousand. Nah. 40,000? No. What no, the right. f- You know what? I, I mean, the first one I On did one it. contest? So you, yes. go ba- you go bankrupt, basically. <laughs> Vic, is no. this true? So, you, so no, these athletes are going bankrupt. The first one I did only, only cost so Vic, me. Vic, 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 Vic <laughs> is the wrong person because he's, he's, a, he's a good genetics, you know? He has a no, good genetics. Everybody in Mr. Olympia has good oh. genetics, bro. Come on. Vic, I'm Vic, talking Vic. about my I'm, I'm talking about Titus. Titus is 40,000, oh 50,000. No, Vic, it's not. That's no. a lot, man. Unless you're doing, you know, you're doing peptides, you're doing uh you're also doing um um, um obviously GH will drive up the cost. That's what I'm talking about. Because GH you're looking at at least, you know, a thousand, you know, it's Vic, what's the what's the average yes. spend on 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 rough Olympia prep for the a pro average on a budget. Yeah. And that's again, you know, a you're focusing on hard training. You know, you can go as little as five thousand dollars. So five is the minimum. Five thousand dollars. Wow. Five thousand what's the maximum? Maximum? I mean 40, you're going all out. <laughs> Forty thousand. I mean, if you got that, you know, aqua time release testosterone, uh, uh, not, not testosterone, uh, GH, GH, man, you're looking at. GH is expensive. It depends on how much GH during that. So wait, from 5,000 to 40, that's the. that's the. It can go to about as high as 15 grand. 15. Oh, not 40. It's 15. Yeah, not, not 40. Not 40? Yeah. And so again, it all varies. You know, who's your connect? You got a good connect. You know, again, you're paying. Uh, Four dollars an ampere, or you're paying eighteen dollars an ampere. That changes, you know. You pay more for juice or for food. Which um, one is more food? 
I would say food. Food. Yeah. No food. How much you spending for food? <clears throat> food, man. You're, you're eating six times a day. I mean, you yeah. definitely tell me more. So is, 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 per week, about five to eight hundred dollars a week. So five yeah. five thousand to fifteen thousand. I mean, yeah. this is not it's even not close big. to what this guy, uh, Tom Platt, was. So well, Tom Platt said he never took ster. Uh, no, he never took testosterone, and then he said that he he actually said that the women competing took more than he did. That, that that's a direct so quote. Is he just an ama- most amazing specimen? He's just again, you know, genetic freak. But that amount, man, it's like uh, I mean, even with inflation right now, I mean, that three hundred dollars would still get him up to a, what? Couple of thousand. Well, he he, he credits yeah. he credits himself for for not da- you know dabbing too much because that has allowed him to you know create more consistency longevity with his health. And he's still alive, you know. And and he he I mean these are direct quotes from him. So he's actually speak, speaking out about it and saying that a lot of bodybuilders today have a lot of problems because they dabble too much into it. They dabble a lot into it, but then you know they they wanted to win. They wanted to win. I I think Tom Platt's. Uh, I think the only injury he had was what a torn bicep or something, yep. right? That I know of, or, or what he has told everyone. I think that's the only injury. And again, he was just you know genetically gifted with the quads. You know, he had a smaller clavicle. He wasn't as wide. Again, that probably you know could that have been him underdosing, not taking enough steroids. Um, you know, I, I don't know. But you look at Tom Platt, the only thing, when I look at him, it's uh, he said he never used GH, but you look at his jaw, I'm like, I look like a GH jaw to me, you know. But uh, So again, is Tom Platt, I guess genetic. the question for everybody here, is Tom Platt's lying about how much he spent and what he took? That, that's a little far-fetched to say he's lying, you know, because, again, I have seen guys use, like, one CC every couple of weeks, and they have gotten huge. And, I mean... When I started, I'll have to say, I didn't use that much myself, you know. I think uh, my joke was I got ready on Sipane and Creatine, you know, for my first show. And uh, again, you know, I won, but I was training way harder than ever before than anybody in the gym. And uh, so I didn't rely too much on the steroids. I relied a lot more on my intensity and the training and showing up to the gym six days a week, even though I was burning out. But the uh, psychology of me just showing up and killing myself over training, I have not read that article yet, so I didn't really think about it. It wasn't on my mindset, you know, I would just train to a point that until I saw that detail. So you pulverize your body to a certain point. And I, I don't think guys uh, train this hard now. And uh, to say Tom Plyce is lying is a little, you can't really say that because, again, you know, back then the product was way better. A lot of it was being made at a smaller scale, so the quality was, you know, it was up there. You know, it was level ten. Yeah, I think I think Tom Platt. I know he's part of the golden era of bodybuilders, but it was like right before the mass monsters truly came yep. in, which is obviously right. Dorian and all those guys, right? <laughs> so you can make the argument that he has actually has a point. You could believe it's believable, right? This guy in, in the I mean, but did not use testosterone. Uh, he didn't mention any testosterone there, so I don't know if if that can. I know where I told you mentioned in that video. I'm saying, yeah, I haven't yeah, seen another video. I, I don't know. I mean, the only thing I'll gather is if you you're only using Winstrow and Decker. You know, that would shut down your sex drive, you know, because Winstrow is not going to keep your test levels high and DECA is just going to, you know, you need a form of test to kind of complement those two uh, esters, you know. Yeah. What is the most expensive, in, from what you know, the most expensive steroid on the market right now? 
Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Let me Google that. Let me see. Ask an AI. Ask an AI. Oh, it just popped up. Yeah. I think it's Primo. Primo will probably be it. What's Primo? What is it used for? Um, Primo is to tighten up. It's one of the safest uh, hardening. Hardening. Um, yes. Uh, methylenone and, and anthate. Is that why it's the most expensive? Because it's safe? Yeah, it's safe. Um, well, well, the compound also is way more expensive. You know, so even if you buy Winstrow of, I mean, a Primo Bolin from, you know, a pharmacy, let's say anywhere in Colombia, um, they, you know, they'll have it. It's like one cc is like $20. That's how much what? you cost Primo? Yes, $20. One cc, $20. Yeah. It's one dose, right? One dose, one wow. cc, $20, 100 milligrams, you know? So you go, you, can you, are there probably cheaper places to go to? Well, there is cheaper. Now you go to Mexico, you get that bootleg 10 cc vial, you know, you're paying fifty dollars for it. You're gonna get what you pay for. Or you know? if you're going to Iran, you can't. You're find probably getting about twenty-five milligrams as opposed to a, a pure one hundred. Yeah. You know, so that's why you wind up taking more oil as opposed to less. Because they mix it, they cut it with the, with the oil. Yeah. Well, you yeah. know, you know, they, they they cut everything in Mexico, man. They cut the coke and cut the juice too, man. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, watch out what you buy from there. You know. <laughs> Right now, the best thing you can buy in Mexico is still right now the Ready Jacks uh, for Sassanon 250. They come preloaded in the syringe. It's still, I mean, allegedly. You know. Allegedly. Everything we say here is alleged, by the way. Yeah, don't don't take nothing. None of this is deemed here. as legal or <laughs> drug advice. Yeah, again. Uh, <laughs> We're turning into a, a drug podcast. <laughs> I know, right? We're not your pushers, guys. All right? Well, we'll be, oh. we'll be in Mexico soon, and oh, uh, we're actually going to go behind the scenes. We might go into underground places. Hopefully, we don't get kidnapped, but we're going to go into Mexico, <laughs> and yeah. we're going to get all this content for you guys, and you're going to see it in person. Well, the only thing that's going to happen here is somebody's going to create a profile with my picture, and they're going to try to assume that they're pushing juice now Jeez. and stuff. <laughs> so if and that's Primo, happened, so if, don't fall for it, guys. If right? Primo is the most expensive steroid on the market, what's the, the most basic, not expensive? The most basic, any testosterone. It's uh, cheap. Uh, well, obviously, the crack of steroids. Right. Uh, trend. Trend. It's expensive. Yeah. Trend boy. Get some trend for like 20 bucks, man. 20 for one dose. No, oh. for like a 10 cc vial, man. 10, oh. 10 cc, yeah. 10 cc vial. It's like $1, $2 per. You know, it's, so, it's crack cheap. Is, is cheap too. That's man. why everyone in the gym <laughs> using it. For kids 19, 18 years old, started. Telling you, it's gonna be less babies coming in the future, man. <laughs> Thanks to trend, you know. Why? That also makes you. Uh, yeah, they kill your sex drive. You get the limp. Kill your balls, that also actually. kills your, your sex drive, also. Yeah. You get a Which, limp. in addition to Deca and uh, Winstrel. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. You're gonna limp it. Not even crutches are gonna help. It's you. actually stronger. They're uh, <laughs> stronger than Winstrel and Deca. Wow. Yeah. Effect, so, side effect wise, they're stronger. So what have we learned today? That basically a pro bodybuilder has to spend between five to fifteen grand on Olympia prep. Again, and I, and, and, and and I, and I definitely don't want to take those drugs. <laughs> I mean, again, is is how much you want to you know build, where you want to look, uh, where's that freaky look you want to take it to the next level? You know, I mean, you're not gonna just take the same dose as Tom Platts did back in the days. You know, one, the drugs are way more expensive. <laughs> You know, uh, two, you know, guys are training on machines more, you know, they go to the gym less frequency, so frequently. So it, it's just one of those things that, and also GH, now everybody's using GH. When yeah. Tom Platts was competing at his prime, I think they only had the cadaver GH back then. 
And that stuff was astronomically expensive back then, mm -hmm. you know. So fast forward now, you know, if you know somebody that might have AIDS, you could probably cop some cheap GH from them because has what good old government is paying for it. Is it AIDS? Yeah, yeah. Somebody that has AIDS or any uh, they get GH or any yeah. uh, kids with a stunted growth, you know. Don't they need the GH? Doesn't let doesn't let your muscle goes down. Basically. Listen, times are hard, man. People rather you know <laughs> rather die of AIDS than you know <laughs> live one more year or. Or get the money and you know have some more fun but Wait, uh, before before we wrap up for today so okay so that's men's open we're talking about spends this much yes so what about like if you go to men's physique how much you think they spend men's physique are probably spending the same amount or same probably amount. even more because natural. these guys are getting huge man i thought they were, yes. na I thought they were natural <laughs> what's going on with the men's physique bro they become like a two one two good man these guys are they could huge. do men's physique and they could just switch on and put on the uh, classic physique uh physique shorts and do classic at the same time man oh easily 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 no these guys are again they're building massive backs and legs and it, they're just getting bigger you know why because you're still gonna build muscle you're taking the product and you're training hard and guess what once you get a feel of that weight and you felt like man that's light what are you gonna do you're gonna go heavier. When you go yeah, heavier, I mean, what happens? You're growing. You get bigger. Yeah, yeah for those that you are in, in, in not in the bodybuilding industry, they don't get they don't see the difference. But like we've been around bodybuilding. We produced the Olympia and the Arnold Classic for a couple of years, and we saw how we would see guys like Steve Cook on stage, Jeremy Buendia, to where you see Brandon Hendrickson and these guys that look great, but they're you know, much bigger. And it's a big difference. You they're see getting the bigger, they're getting larger, and again, and they're usually training them themselves out of the category. Uh, that happened. I seen it happen even with bikini girls. Do you think this is the problem for with for athlete or judges? Because judges pick who is the number one, two, three. It's probably both. Well, it's both. There's going to be a problem with the athlete that's training for this category, and they're training too hard where they don't meet the right criteria to win that category. Because one, they're too big. You know, they're not. They don't have an aesthetic flow. You know, and then the judges, they already know what they have to judge on and the judges are going to bypass them. Right. And when they choose somebody smaller than them, they're going to say, well, what happened? Well, you got too big, you know, right, so right, that's right, that's right. what's going to start happening. And uh, I think that started happening with with women bodybuilding at one point where the <laughs> biggest one uh, back, I think it was uh, back in those days. I remember Corey Everson and then you had Beth Francis. Beth Francis mm -hmm. was huge. You know, it was pleasing to look at, but the judges were like, man, she's yeah, too yeah, big, yeah. you know? So they were, back then, even though it was called women bodybuilding, that was more like women's physique. Today. You know? If you were to compare yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How to much do you think women spend on steroids? Women? Nothing, because their boyfriends are buying it for them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Guys, thank you for joining us on this week's podcast. If you want to see any of our prior podcasts, please tune in to iHeartRadio. Apple Podcasts, and uh, wherever you stream your podcast. Till next time. Visit GenerationIron.com for even more GI exclusive content on all things bodybuilding, fitness, combat, and strength sports. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to this show on Apple Podcasts or wherever podcasts are downloaded.